Thank you for tuning in to Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer Chick with Beats. And I'm entrepreneur Breezy Gibson. And we really appreciate you joining us today. And of course, we appreciate our home stations, Grander Radio broadcasting out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio broadcasting out of Denver, Colorado. And, you know, we're just glad that we get to do this with you again. Salute, salute, salute. (laughs) Yes. And so, as usual, we've got another fantastic show lined up with Beats by Yours Truly, Music Industry News. And you want to tell them who's coming back to join us today? Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there are some people in this world, but then again, there are some some extra special people in this world. And today, one of the extra special people in this world is joining us, the one and only Mr. Al Burroughs. Yes. So, all right, without any further ado, we want to give this good show to you. So let's go ahead. Okay, let's do it.
back with music industry news. The House Judiciary Committee uh, approved the bill requiring radio stations to have to pay royalties to the performers. So, um, you know, it's not quite done yet. There's some more steps that it has to go through. So, you know, the American Music Fairness Act has to get through the full house and then also meet approval from the Senate and the president before it's actually signed into law. But hey, it's a step in the right direction. So everybody that's involved um, with the song can actually get paid from it instead of um, only songwriters. So, hey, you know, any win in this category is a win, wouldn't you say? I would say a true, true, total win. Yes, it is. (laughs) And Ticketmaster, once again, had to apologize So there was this huge fiasco um, with the Bad Bunny concert that was in uh, Mexico. So the company basically promised to refund people who purchased actual legitimate tickets, but were still denied entry at the venue after a quote unquote unprecedented number of people were sold fake tickets. So... I mean, it's about time for the whole Ticketmaster system to have a complete overhaul because that's absolutely bananas that something like that could happen and go down. So they're offering apologies and promising to pay back some people. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. And as we get more information, as you know, info kind of rolls out, we'll roll it right on to you. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, these days... Criminals are extremely sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes the criminals originate from within different systems at different places. And uh, they spend a lot of energy, negative energy, uh, in my opinion, for the wrong reasons. Um, that negative energy is going towards um, theft, number one. And so, you know, it's a it's a real sad scenario that we have in the world today. It didn't just start, unfortunately, but it seems to continue across so many different facets of life. So, um, hey, I, 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 I just I hate it spiraled up to this to this level, but it, it just has. It's a sad thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you mentioned that about theft. It's almost the perfect segue into the next story, which is an L.A. rapper bragged about committing pandemic relief fraud in his music video. And so now he's sentenced to prison. So his real name is Fontrell Antonio Baines, um, a.k.a. Nuke Bizzle. So he got 77 months in federal prison and ordered to pay $704,760 in restitution. So basically, they said that he got over uh, 700000 just by exploiting the pandemic unemployment benefits. Um, in California, he did this from July 2020 all the way up through September of 2020. But apparently, he was using all these different names and just kept opening up cards uh, to be able to steal the money. So now he's got to pay for it. But yeah, he didn't just do it. He was proud of doing it. And yeah bragged about it in his video showing all the money that he got so (laughs) yeah (laughs) it sounds like you have some thoughts (laughs) won't you go ahead and share them with us (laughs) oh omg (laughs) yeah omg 
I mean, come on. Come on. But as I was saying, you know, a lot of people they put that 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 energy, that negative energy towards negative things and negative situations and negative actions. Uh-huh. And uh you know, it's not a good thing. So in this case, um came back to bite came back to bite him. And uh wow, so all I can say is wow. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, once again, kind of word to the wise, if you're in music, um, you know, might want to stay away from doing illegal activities or if not, maybe don't put them in your music. But yeah, just be be careful with your content. Let's put it that way. Yes, yes. And and the, the, the reason I made the comments on the last two news stories like that is because uh, on the business side, I have a business background in uh, identity theft prevention. Mm. OK, and so there's just a lot going on. Um, a lot of energy is just directed and spent towards trying to um, outthink certain systems these days. And mm. You know, some of it's successful, some of it's not, you know, but the folks, nevertheless, they relentlessly keep trying to find ways to break through different systems. And, you know, it's an unfortunate because it hurts. It hurts a lot of folks, including you and I and all the listeners, too. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, producer 30 Rock and Roddy Rich are being sued for copyright infringement. So musician Greg Perry filed the suit against uh, Roddy Rich and Atlantic Records for using a quote unquote complete duplication of portions of his song Come On Down in uh, the infamous song In the Box without permission. So, you know, this is something that you see a lot in the underground more so than you do like with major stars so it's kind of interesting that they wouldn't do what they needed to do to get that sample cleared you know it probably wouldn't have been an issue definitely something that could have been avoidable with a major record label deal but yeah kind of interesting but word to the wise you know just be careful if you're in a situation like that do your best to kind of cross your t's and dot your i's to make sure that um, it doesn't come back on you like this. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense to do that. That's for sure. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And some fun statistics uh, that were revealed. There are more than a trillion song streams in, excuse me, there were more than a trillion song streams in 2022 in the u.s alone we're not even done with the year so people are really really absorbing it through uh streaming so you know hey the more platforms your music can be on the better chance that you can be heard but that's a lot of streams for one year and uh the leaders of the pack were harry styles taylor swift and kate bush and according to some of the trends uh streaming might peak Uh, probably this year this is probably as good as it's going to get for a while just because growth is slowing but uh, even though there was double digit growth before and this time it's lower um, there's still other parts of the world that are 
thriving with streaming music and of course more that could be growing there so you know just a heads up and some interesting facts to be aware of <laughs> you know it was just it was just last night when i saw some statistics concerning that concerning actually one young lady miss Aza, mm. and yeah you know breaking some records with that and uh Hopefully, before this show is over, I'll be able to come back with those statistics if I can locate it real quick. Okay, okay. Well, we have time. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause, and then we'll be back with more music industry news right after this. Okay.
back with more music industry news. Music now has over 616 million paying streaming subscribers globally. So, hey, that's a huge figure, something that uh, was a lot lower before in the past. I can't remember the last stats that we shared with you last year, but you know that's some tremendous growth and it's letting you know that people are actually starting to value music uh, to be able to contribute to it directly without commercials and ads. So um, something definitely to be aware of. This was according to media research. And uh, so, yeah, that 616.2 million was at the end of the first half of 2022. So yeah, it was an increase of 17.6% or 92.3 million from the same time last year. So that's phenomenal growth, wouldn't you say? Oh, man. Phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> Where does it stop? I guess it never stops. Yeah. Yeah. And just in case you're not aware, I know we've mentioned it a few times on the show before, but that actually affects how you get paid, whether or not uh, the listener is listening to it from a platform that they've subscribed to or if they're listening to it, uh, the ad supported version. So it's less music royalties for you if they're using ads to support it, but you get more um, if it's actually a paying subscriber. So, hey, heads up, some some good things happening here, some good numbers to know. And uh, yeah, it's looking pretty good. Yes, yes, yes. And, and uh, um, quickly, I was able to get that information and I probably pronounced the name wrong. Uh, in error, but you know, um, and I apologize for that. But um, Scissor, actually, yeah, there you go, mm-hmm. there you go. And she became the first black female artist to reach the uh, number one spot of the most of the most streamed artists daily, uh, ranking on global Spotify mm-hmm. after that uh, release of SOS, and um, then she uh. She's actually she she surpassed Bad Bunny mm. uh, by being the, the number one most streamed artist on global Spotify. Mm. And that's so. a that's a huge feat because his numbers are crazy these days. So she surpassed him, and you know that's that's really phenomenal. And kudos to her. Um, she's yeah. got an incredibly loyal fan base, which basically comes from offering quality music and you know kind of conducting herself pretty well on social media so you know there's always some some what, what do you call them like when you're in school the, the case studies um artists that you can kind of check out with some of the success they're having and see um how you can mirror that in your own way um something that fits for you and your career you know you say well you know where do these artists keep coming from? Where did where did they keep coming from? <laughs> they put in the hard work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They practice their craft, you know, and they surround themselves with people who are capable in different in different levels of of, of business. So shouts out to her because um, becoming that number one streaming artist, you know, in that time period recently. That's that's a huge accomplishment, as <laughs> as as well as a financial payoff. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and also um, to note, it's kind of interesting for her to have those kind of numbers, but she doesn't put out music so frequently the way that uh, many artists have kind of been coaxed to do these days. So her fan base was hungry for that music. So when it finally dropped, they were that anxious to go ahead and get it. So, hey, you know, it's okay to take your time. The machine always wants to keep being fed. You always hear um, anytime Spotify has the uh, webinars where they're like, the more music you put out, the better chance you have of growing your following, which is true. But it's the machine asking you to continue to feed it with content so that way they can keep subscribers there. So while it might be in their best interest, it might not necessarily be in yours if you can kind of build up that anticipation a little bit the same way that SZA did. So, you know, hey, if you got it in you and you want to keep putting it out frequently, go ahead and go for it. But sometimes it's kind of nice to, to build that suspense and have people hungry as soon as it drops. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh don't do it like I did, you know, practice pronouncing her name. And then when I got in the spotlight, I mispronounced it. So. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no. you're good. It's, I mean, it's not like there's a lot of vowels and consonants together, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, kind of a, a thing that I've noticed with some artists and substituting vowels with X's and half the time, I don't know how to pronounce stuff either. Which is typically why I'm spending, you know, I don't know, at least maybe one or two news stories apologizing for <laughs> how I may have said something. But yeah. All right, TuneCore has paid out $3 billion to self-releasing, excuse me, self-releasing artists to date. So once again, according to media, they estimate that independent labels and independent artists are generating $9.9 million combined. Uh, at least that's how much they did in 2021. So the artist direct segment alone drove 1.5 billion of that figure. So I mean, hey, it's a lot of power coming to the indies. Uh, some people are still seeking those big label deals, which does offer you a nice lump sum loan up front. But man, it's something powerful about remaining independent for as long as you possibly can and uh, doing it for yourself. Well, <laughs> you always got to take care of yourself first. <laughs> so in, in just about every realm in this life we live in, yes. take yourself first. Take care of yourself first. Yes. So enough said. Yeah. Keith Urban has decided to take care of himself and <laughs> sell his recordings catalog to Litmus Music. Uh, so it includes 10 multi-platinum platinum or gold certified studio album so that's all three <laughs> and um one of those greatest hits compilations is included in that as well he's had 24 number one songs and a record-breaking 36 consecutive top fives so well, that, 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 that. That requires repeating. That requires repeating. Say that again. Oh, man. Okay. So the catalog includes 10 multi-platinum, platinum, or gold certified studio albums. And he's had 24 number one songs and a record-breaking 36 consecutive top fives. Consecutive. <laughs> hey, he, 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 he went to work, didn't he? He went to work. 
<laughs> and so, you know, after making money off of that all this time throughout his career, he's decided to sell those rights and take that in a lump sum. And I do not blame him. You know, he got paid. So uh, another catalog deal in the books. People said that these would be slowing down, but hey, we've still got these to report. So time will tell. Yep. Yep. And the bottom line is he went to work, boy. Mm-hmm. All right. Last up, this is basically just a heads up for um, any new edition or new Jack Swing fans that might be listening or if you know somebody that is. But the new edition 30 City Legacy Tour um, brings back the new what they're calling the New Jack Swing extravaganza with Keith Sweat, Guy and Tank. So tickets are going to be available to the general public. Uh, or Well, they were available yesterday, uh, Friday, December 16th at 10 a.m., whatever the local time was. Tickets range anywhere from $59.50 to $179.50. So if you want more information on that or want to like click and go ahead and grab your tickets, you can visit chickwithbeats.com and the Beats, Leaks, and Treats blog and get that information right there. There you go. <laughs> Mr. Telephone Man, Mr. Telephone Man. I can't sing y'all, but I remember Tony. Yes. (laughs) All right. We're going to take another quick pause for the cause, and then we'll be back with our special guest right after this. Okay.
how would you like to see an online platform that brings you people who've already indicated that they're interested in your particular type of business? Whether it's your music you're selling, hip-hop clothing, you got a restaurant or a cafe, or if you're an entrepreneur or agent for a business, visit me at breeze2cheese.com. That's using the, the number two, breeze2cheese.com, or click my bio link on my Instagram profile to see a live demo of how this can help you get more customers and make more money. Hey, this is a chick with beats. I am a multi-genre music producer and strategist to indie artists and labels. Visit my website, achickwithbeats.com, for resources for artists and instrumentals available in various genres for songs, vlogs, blogs, podcasts, themes, TV, film, commercials, and more. Once again, that's achickwithbeats.com, A-C-H-I-C-K-W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z. Let's make something happen. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, all around the globe. We are just pleased as punch. <laughs> no pun intended mm. to have a, our guest today a man of many a man of many many ways a man of many reasons and uh without any further ado he's traveled the world uh extensive music industry background extensive business background and he's here to share one more time so without any further ado the one and only mr al burrows al are you with I, I'm cool, man. That was much better than last time. Last time you had me weak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Talk last time. I can live with that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so for those for those listeners out there who um, perhaps did not hear Al the last go round, you're new to our show, or you know something was happening, you were working, and you couldn't do it at the time. So, give our listeners a little bit a capsule uh, synopsis back of your background and who actually is the one and only Mr. Al Burrow. Okay, yeah, for the people who weren't here the last time. Um, I'm originally from Chicago, been in Atlanta 40, oh my God, 45 years. I used to say 40, 45 years now. And um, on the recording studio for roughly 16 years. Um, and left that, went into live sound, um, did some work with speech, rest of development, uh, SOS band for about 16 years and more state for the past five um, hit billboard top 40 twice and uh, hope to hit it a, a few more times before I get out of here. So that's the game plan. So that's, that's it in a nutshell. Obviously there's a whole lot of other stuff in between all of that. Um, but uh, I think the most interesting thing, if I was to say anything was the, the impact that, uh, I always use the term we because it's never just a me thing. Uh, the impact that we had uh, in the studio with people who you you may not find out about till 10, 15, 20, 30 years later. There are people who said all these platinum records on the wall are because of what I heard talking to you or coming to one of your events. So you got mm -hmm. a lot of that out there um, that you may or may not hear about. You know, so those are the little things that they go on in the background. But for the most mm. part, that's that's it. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> you said a mouthful that time. I mean, a yeah, mouthful of <laughs> impactful, <laughs> impactful, true to life information right there. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and really, when you think about it, everybody has that. You know, everybody is at one time helping somebody or giving somebody some advice and and you may never never hear about it. You may never talk to that person, or it might be twenty, 
years, 30 years, 40 years later, you know, and they'll come back and say, hey, you changed my life and you have no idea. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, I think most well, people, most people do that. Well, actually, your your opening statement changed my. I, I got a, a a point. You know, you you say you you work spent some time with uh, speech and arrested development. Oh my gosh, a while back, I did go to see uh, arrested development at the uh, fabulous Fox Theater in wow. Atlanta on Peachtree Street, and they they were on a show with uh, In Vogue. Mm. Wow! They open with they open for in Vogue, and um, but the sound. <laughs> I, I don't know whether that was you or not, but the sound <laughs> that night was out. Uh, it was just it. it oh my gosh! Um, well, you, that's that's interesting that you say that. Uh, the shows we just had in Philly um, last weekend, um, you know, Morris was like, "Man, hey, the sound was great. Sound was great." I said, "We well, got to understand, Morris. You know." I, you guys are good in the first place. It's my job not to mess it up. Mm. So, you know, you have certain groups that are like that where, you know, I mean, you it's like making, you know, it's like messing messing up breakfast. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> you mess up breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That says a whole well, lot about your cooking if you messed up breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Man, because that, that particular night when they played that song, Tennessee, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Just yeah. blew, the, blew the roof off the place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, let, me get out the way. I, let me get out the way because I know a chick with pieces got questions for it. Oh, okay. yeah. So, you know, basically with what you said about how they sound good, but it's your job not to mess it up. Um, you know, so I guess when you feel that way, what kind of inspired the pride that you take um, in what you do to be able to say, like, you know what, this is my job to make sure that they're sounding crisp, sounding clear. The audience is having a phenomenal time. Like, you know, how did that come about for you to take that kind of pride in it? Um, it, it, it comes from the studio thing. Um, mm-hmm. With the working in the studio and, and doing mixes, you know, for all those years, not only on my stuff, but other people's stuff. I mean, you know, Arrested Development stuff at the time, all of that before they got their deal. Um, you know, your life or your income depended on doing good work. Mm. So I couldn't let bad work leave the studio. Otherwise, you know, the word would get out that you do bad work, Mm. you know? So same thing applies if you're doing good work. If you do good work, then it sells your business and you don't have to advertise because it's being advertised for you. So um, when I mix, you have a lot of engineers when they they mix, they just get the mix up and they kind of like just leave it there. Whereas I'm working, if if anybody's ever heard one of my shows, it may start out good, it may start out bad, but it always ends on a good note because mm-hmm. I work on the sound through the whole 45 minutes, hour, hour and a half, whatever the show might be. I'm working on this, the sound the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I'm always making it better, always making it better, always making it better, you know, I, because I believe that, you know, especially with live shows, it's all about what uh what you start with and what you end with but particularly what you end with that's why if you look at really good shows they have that little dip in the middle where they'll they'll do some ballads or something like that to slow it down a little bit you heard bands say oh yeah well let's slow it down a little bit you know Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they come out on fire they end on fire and you slow it down in the middle you know so that but what people generally remember on a at a concert 
is what you give them on the front end and what you give them on the back end, particularly what you give them on the back end. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's real, so, so, you know, I know that as long as um, I'm not a give it up, uh, uh, I'm not a give up type of person anyway. I believe in myself and I believe in my craft. I believe in what I'm doing. And so I know that, like I said, even if things start out kind of rough, uh, I get paid to make things better. Mm. You know, the venues change, the sound of the venue changes, the sound of the equipment changes, uh, the band is on, off, you know, band members have bad days just like everybody else, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you have you know, everybody up on stage is messing up. Then you have certain days where everybody on stage is on fire, you know. Yeah. So it's not an exact science because it's an art. Um, but in terms of, of what, uh, of my approach, and why I try to get really great quality every single time is because I, you know, I believe that's what should be. You should be reaching for your absolute best, twenty four seven. There should mm. be no days off, you know, when you're when you're working like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're representing yourself and you're representing the band. So you really you can't mail it in. You got you got to make sure you deliver. Yeah, mm. now that's that's a strong statement right there. You can't yeah. mail it in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and think about it. I mean, think about it. when I look at the people who are successful. They, that's exactly what they do. You know, I mean, they're they're all, in, and that's why it's so important to love what you do. If you're mm -hmm. doing something you really don't like doing, nine times out of ten, you're not going to be good at it. But the inverse is true. If you love what you do, nine times out of ten, you'll be great at it. Wow. Because the amount of hours you got to put in, you know. Um, you know, I know the only thing I can do all day without eating is, is, is working on the tracks and it beats. I know, you know, <laughs> yes. I know, you know, <laughs> yes. you can be in there all day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, and say, Oh man, I didn't eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, let me go grab a snack. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, and, and, and conversely, do you find that happens at night sometimes? Uh, what's that? In the studio all night. Oh no, I'm no, I'm, I'm I work until I drop, and then when I, cause you know, I mean, I spent probably half my life, literally, I'd probably say I probably had spent half my life sleeping on a couch. Mm. You know, because I, you know, I always have a couch in the studio, and you know, well, most studios have a couch, but you know, um, you work, and if you're working like that, where you're just all in uh you just work till you drop and mm. where you go from the chair to the couch and then you get up <laughs> you might get up and go to bed but <laughs> you wind up on the couch right, right. But, you know but you, you know, know that that perspective right there that helps a lot of listeners out there mm -hmm. yeah that you that you that you're that focused on your craft and and you're paying attention to detail and you want it the way it's supposed to be, the way that you want it to be. So you'll stay in there till you get it right. Yeah, and I mean, and, and get get it right is a uh, a very uh, subjective term. Mm. Um, I think that you know, and, and again, we're talking in, you know, speech territory here because getting it right, you can work on something. There have been songs that I worked on for over a year because I just couldn't get it right. You you you. You don't know what it is that you hear in your head, but you know that you haven't gotten there yet. Mm. Um, and then you've got certain songs that just, you know, 
you put down the drum track and then everything just flows out and you're done in a day or two, mm. you know, because everything just comes right out. So that when I say, you know, getting it right is a subjective term. Um, there have been times, you know, like on, even on the last album, you know, there was a couple of songs where I just had to let it go, mm. you know, because it's just, you know, I mean, like this, everybody, I think you and I, or the three of us have talked about when um, uh, the story about Barry Gordy waiting on Stevie Wonder to deliver songs in the key of life mm. and how he missed several due dates, um, which we talked about back then was you've got, you know, marketing, you've got printing, you've got, you know, graphics, you've got all this stuff that's got to be done. And so when you miss a due date, it just messes everything up for a label that has other artists that they have to. Um, so, you know, when Stevie was saying, well, I'll, I'll give it to you when I get it right, that drive, drove Barry Gordy crazy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, like Stevie, look, we got, we got money, you know, invested in these due dates, you know? So, um, yeah. So, you know, like, like I said, the last album, I just had to just let it go. <laughs> I mean, just, I didn't like it, you know, but you can, you know, work to the point where you just, you know, I, yeah. I've got, anyway, I've, I've got some other stuff I can say about that, but I'll, I'll, let, I'll leave that right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a famous, I can't remember who said it, but the have no fear of perfection for you. No, you'll never reach it. And I think sometimes as artists, uh, it's kind of hard you very to grasp. Much. Yeah. I will grab onto that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, perfection is got, it's kind of like a, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, uh, what do they call those uh the holes in space oh yeah like the the black holes or the black holes right yeah yeah, yeah. They, they still don't they they know it they know some kind of way it exists they don't know what's on the other side but they do know they exist because we have one in the middle of our universe not universe but whatever our our solar system our yeah. galaxy yeah, yeah we got one in the middle they say it's a big one too but you know <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's something that you just have to just work with, you know. Just yeah. do, do your best within a you know a certain amount of time and and let it go. Now Prince, on the other hand, I think he's just a great example of somebody who could just, I mean, he had the ability to whip them out and make it good. Man, his bad stuff was good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, truly, yeah, yeah. As a matter okay, of fact. So Go ahead. I was going to say when you're talking about something good, um, we know that you've got some some good things in your bag. So so I know we're talking about Prince right now, but let's let's kind of let's kind of change the channel and talk about the Al Burroughs bag, the <laughs> Al Burroughs bag of music, the bag of excellence, the bag of jazz, the bag of musicianship, instrumentals and so on and so forth. So let's let's uh, let's crack that bag open a little bit. Man, I mean, I think that's what's interesting about all of that is that I think that people, when it comes to music, if you're allowing, and this is, I think, what made Prince so prolific and made him so good at what he did. When you allow people to dictate who you are musically, which we all know he fought that, okay? Yes. And, and I kind of believe, you know, believe his, as he believed. But when you allow people to dictate musically what you 
what you're striving for, what you deliver. And what winds up happening is that you wind up being nowhere because you mm -hmm. can't please everybody. You've got to go with who you are musically um, and, and what you're feeling. So for me, uh, matter of fact, I was in a Uber yesterday and I, I don't really keep up very well with the with who's hot and who's not. But I heard some Lizzo yesterday mm. and I said to my I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, that's the same stuff that we were doing when I was coming <laughs> up in high school. You know, if not high school, I mean, in my early 20s, I'm like, that's the exact same style mm. that, you know, the same way when they talk about, you know, vibing. I'm like, okay, yeah, we were vibing in high school. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'll go go back and look at the records. You'll find the word vibe, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, you know, for me and my music, um, I believe that, and, and we've talked about it, I believe that everything comes in circles. Everything mm -hmm. goes around, comes around, you know. So when I heard what Lizzo was doing, then that really put a fire under me musically because I know that that's music that I've already done. Mm -hmm which gives me a head start on making that same style of music if that's what's hot, mm -hmm. you know? So I listened to Lizzo. I listened, you know, I heard something from her. I heard something from Beyonce. Uh, what is that, 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 what's that new song she got out? The latest one that blown over everywhere, uh, Cuff It or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm like, again, that's, that's what, 80s? Yeah. Might be 80s? You know, um, it, it's R&B is what I'm saying. It's not hip hop. Right. This, right. Is, this is just straight R&B stuff with with a little bit of pop in it. So I so I just think that it's important to understand that, you know, the world. Oh, if you know, and, and especially since now we're since we talked about it last time, now that I'm focusing on getting what I do online, which will hopefully allow it to live forever. Yeah. Not only will I be able to musically be in pocket through the particular cycle we're going through right now, but all the future mm -hmm. cycles, mm -hmm. you know, they say economically we go through cycles every 80 years because you got to have the old people, all uh, the people who went through a depression 80 years ago, they got to die off. Mm -hmm. And then the new generation will have to experience that same thing because, it's, you know, that's what we do. We do the same thing that puts us through that same cycle again. So, you know, musically, I think that you, you have these cycles and I think we're in one right now. I think that what, you know, Bruno Mars, we've discussed him. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I mean, you know, everybody, he's just old school, old school. Yeah, Lizzo, as far as I'm concerned, is old school. What Beyonce doing right now is old school. And mm -hmm. guess what? They're cutting edge. That's the funny thing. <laughs> They're considered to be cutting edge, right? Now. Right, right. <laughs> you know, oh. somebody, somebody's been around for 40, 50, 60 years. It's like, man, okay, yeah, I remember we were doing that. You know, the melodies, the music, the, you know, the, the straight head kick drum, you know, boom, boom, boom. I mean, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's close to disco, which everybody hates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw so many articles after that saying, oh, Beyonce revived house music. And, you know, being some of my other house music label mates were kind of like, what? <laughs> like, we haven't been doing this the whole time? What are you talking about? But yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, see, see, that's what <laughs> yeah so for, for me, musically, I think that, you know, in, 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 in talking to, to the both of you, you know, my thing is, is I've been screaming from the rooftops 
I think we did that interview what last year. Yeah. And yeah. and 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 I, back then last year I was saying now is our time. Now is our time. You heard me say it over and over again. You mm-hmm. know. Well, I believe that even more now. Mm. Now is our time. I mean, now is the time. If you're going to do any of that, Bruno Mars, Lizzo uh, slash Beyonce, cutting edge stuff right now, and you were doing that 40 years ago, now is your time to release this stuff. You've got nobody blocking your way. Nobody's in your way. Pay your little $15. Get your song online and keep writing. Mm. That's a sound bite right there. There you go. <laughs> read, write, read, read. Uh, what is it? Uh, re- write, record, release. Three hours. Mm. Yep. Sound bite. <laughs> rinse and rinse and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that that's my thing right now, and and, and you gotta love it, man. I mean, when you when you can see it, you know. I mean, it's like you know, the two of you believe in your radio show. You have a belief in it. When you see that, you see the opportunity in it then you can't help but put energy towards that. Right, right. You know, especially when you know you can fill that void. hmm Yes, sir. I hope that answered your question. <laughs> it did. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Long way around, but... <laughs> well, with the, with the clock kind of staring us in the wall a little bit, let's, let's, let's quickly touch on your latest mm-hmm. um, work, something that you got going on right now. And yeah, so, lots uh, of chocolates. Mm-hmm. What, what can you share with our listeners about that? Yeah, Box of Chocolates, first track is almost done, uh, Sexy Ninja. Um, <laughs> it's uh, that one. And then I also got another one I'm working on. Um, but right now, Sexy Ninja is the one I think that will be released first, um, along with the remake. I just got to find the right voice, which we talked about. But um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's something I wanted to do for the ladies. You know, and all the ethnicities. Um, I want to represent all the ethnicities in the music. So, Sexy Ninja is more about the Asian, the sexy Asian. Um, I got another one I woke up to, uh, what, about two weeks ago? Just woke up out of a dead sleep and put it just mouth uh, or sang the bass line and the drum part into my cell phone. Mm. Uh, you know, woke up out of bed, grabbed my phone. Um, Sexy soul, um, yeah, uh, sexy soul, oh, funky soul sister. That's what it's mm. called, funky soul sister. And it's gonna be funky, you know, <laughs> and, and that's that's what it's about, you know, it's, it's the soul sisters, you know. So that's really what the whole album is gonna be about. It's gonna represent the, the ladies and, and the different, the variety, you know, the whole box of chocolates theory, uh, the variety with women and, and what each one, each, each ethnic group from a female perspective brings to the world. Mm. You know, in their own unique way, and I want to represent that in a musical, um, give give a musical representation of, for me anyway of what that okay. looks like. So for the so so for the discerning music lover right now that wants to to partake of Al Burroughs um, music library or your offerings, where do they go to find that online? Okay. Right now, you can just look up Sticky Beats. S T I C K E E beats b-e-a-t-z um and i saw a little jump in in the listenership from the last show so thank you guys very much yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but, but sticky beats oh. you, can catch, <laughs> you can catch it on pandora you can catch it on um spotify spotify is the one i like obviously you, you want to get that one uh youtube uh 
you know, all of the all of the different uh, online distributors. You can you can check all that out there. Um, also, you can catch me Albros on Albros page one, page two, soon to be page three on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram. And I just got my TikTok account. I'm a little slow with that, but <laughs> but then yeah, that you can catch me. Just just look for Sticky Beats. I mean, I'm from what I can tell. I've been looking around. I don't think anybody else spells it like that but me. So if you look for the S T I C K E E B E A T Z, I think you'll get right to me. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> I mean, hey, well, you know, another bag full of knowledge coming from impresario can i say one more thing yeah i'm gonna um and i was gonna say this offline but i'm gonna go ahead and make make an announcement to y'all but i'm mm-hmm. uh i just i just talked with uh, a friend of mine i hadn't seen in 30 years his name is uh matt bliss or atlanta bliss he was on the, if you look at the video of um prince uh yeah. what was what was the um oh, i can't remember the record now but anyway he worked with Prince for six years. Great guy, blah, 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 blah. Just talked to him last week. And I realized that I could probably ship y'all a whole lot of people like that. So, you know, Ooh. if y'all listening to the show, stay tuned <laughs> because I'm going to be shoveling all kind of people down, you know, for Yay. this radio. Because I think it's great. <laughs> and Thank he's got you. lots of Prince stories. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you know, so man. much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, John yeah, yeah I, I, I met him once way back. Really? Yeah, I did. Well, there you go. And See, great, we're gonna make great, a reunion. Great individual. Great individual. <laughs> yes, individual. yes, yes. Matt, Matt is really cool people. Yeah. Sign of the times. He was a yes. trumpet player uh, on the on the video, the, the video concert. Sign of the times. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah you can check him out. <laughs> well, again, well, again, uh, the clock is staring us at the wall. We hate <laughs> to bring this to a close. I mean, we could go on and on and on. I mean, but you continue to bring. A wealth of knowledge to our listeners and i know you know a chick with beats and i are thankful and i know they are too mm-hmm. so hey you know anytime man anytime you know you know i'll be around so you know <laughs> we we certainly wish you the best man and, and thanks to you for taking the time for joining us because your schedules are really busy when writer chick would be yes yes yeah. we appreciate you <laughs> hey definitely yeah. like i said just you know y'all keep doing what you're doing I, i'll keep saying it Y'all keep doing it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know. Okay, ladies and yes, gentlemen, sir. the one and only Mr. Al Burroughs has joined us today. All right, and that does it for this edition of Music Marvels with the Chickpea Beats and Breezy Gibson. We thank you for joining us once again. We thank our home stations, Grander Radio, based out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And Sparks Radio, based out of Denver, Colorado. And can't wait to do this again next week, right? That's right. That's right. I mean, so much is happening. But this right here is a lot of fun. And uh, it's a win-win. And guess what? It's the listener that wins just for chiming in and and checking us out, gathering this knowledge. So, yeah. (laughs) For sure. We definitely appreciate you. Um, the adventurer according to our Spotify stats so they say that that's who's listening so yeah we definitely appreciate your support and we hope that you'll join us again next week so till then you know where to find us tune in tell a friend we'll see you then peace peace <laughs>